one of the fastest ways to, you know, increase the satisfaction in your relationship is you start to do things that are novel, that are fun. It's research proves that we can, we can throw you out into some lame, um, you know, uh, obstacle course and you could come back and you're going to rate your, your partner and your relationship like off the charts. Um, so if this is adding that spice back into our life that probably we had. Hey, midlifers, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Midlife Makeover Show. I am so happy to announce that I am recording my first episode from the beautiful island of Madeira, Portugal. I've been living here for a little over a week, and I must say that Madeira is even better than I imagined. If you follow me on Instagram, then you might have seen my video that I posted with highlights of my first week. It has been epic to say the least. I've been hiking the gorgeous mountains, strolling through the exciting city of Funchal, exploring the lush gardens full of exotic flowers and plants. So cool. Eating yummy Portuguese food. Okay, maybe a little too much. <laughs> I can't resist. Drinking delicious poncha, which is Madeira's special concoction of, I think, rum, orange juice, and honey. It's just good, whatever it is. Again, maybe a little too much, but hey, when in Rome, or okay, when in Madeira, I should say. And I have simply been relaxing in the island sun. Needless to say, you guys, I do not miss the dark, cold days in Chicago at all. Wah, wah, wah. I have received a ton of comments from people asking me, why Portugal? So on next week's show, I will share with you why I decided to move to this big little island off the coast of Africa. Plus, I will share some really cool, fun facts about Madeira. Make sure you tune into that show. In the meantime, follow me on Instagram and watch my stories and posts where I share what this wild woman is doing every day. Oh, and you get to meet Miss Daisy too. She is our little teacup Maltese that cruises around in my backpack and gets to enjoy all the fun adventures. I am literally driving Miss Daisy. Also, sign up for the Midlife News at themidlifenews.com. 
to receive insider alerts on new episodes, live shows, free workshops, and special offers. As a bonus, you'll receive your free Midlife Makeover Toolkit and a $50 coupon to the Midlife Makeover Method online course, which is my four-week self-study online course where I teach you how to break free from the cycle of monotony. And maybe you'll just get up and move to an island off the coast of Africa. (laughs) But seriously, you'll be able to jumpstart your midlife makeover with clarity, courage, and confidence. Okay. And now I want to introduce you to today's guest who specializes in helping couples reconnect and redesign their second half of life together. Dr. Liz Jenkins is a licensed marriage and family therapist, certified life transitions and relationship coach, and has spent her professional and personal life deep in the science of identifying just exactly what has held couples back from the success they deserve in their relationships. Dr. Liz divides her time providing remote relationship coaching, writing, guest speaking, and building additional programs to assist individuals and couples in successfully navigating couplehood while spending time with her family, her critters, and friends near Austin, Texas. I love Texas. Please welcome Dr. Liz to the show. Dr. Liz Jenkins, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. I am so excited. We're already laughing because we were, <laughs> we hit record like right in the middle of something silly. Uh, that's um, great. That's great. <laughs> I know. So excited to have you on the show. And we have so many good things to talk about. And I was sharing with you, I've had so many divorce attorneys on the show lately. And <laughs> it'll be so nice to talk about designing your life together at midlife when the nest gets empty and then you're looking at each other going, okay, now what? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So so tell everyone a little bit about what you do and how you got to do what you're doing right now. Okay. Well, I'm a (laughs) licensed marriage and family therapist for 37 years and I'm a certified, I call myself a connection coach, but a relationship and life transition coach. So it's a nice, nice blend. And I've been, you know, in the field and doing this, like I said, for 37 years, um, been together with my husband for 37 years, married for 35 years. So it's a nice blending of my worlds. And so personally, professionally, and so I really work with couples as well as individual singles, women and men that are looking to like, how do we, how, where am I? How do I take care of myself? Where do I want to be when I kind of grow up? And so with my couples, I work with them on identifying the strengths in their relationships. We're mm. so focused on what's wrong. Thing. What are the strengths? What were the early years? And how do we reconnect and redesign in a way that makes sense for you? And it's so many life stages that we go through. At the, so whether they're just getting started in a relationship or marriage, or there's knee deep in kids or careers, or like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've launched, fingers crossed, you know, and uh, we've <laughs> launched our kids and we're now it's time for us to say, what do we want to do? And um, yeah. And come so how, where do you even start with that though? Because so many people are <laughs> yeah. like deer in headlights, like now what do we do? 
<laughs> I yeah. To me, I think it's the first thing is like put a pin drop in it and recognize this is where we are. We are lost, mm. right? And um, we don't really know what we want, what we like, what we don't like, maybe. Maybe yeah. we have some hints because our priorities and our energies and our focus has probably been on maybe it's taking care of elderly parents. Maybe mm. it was raising children or critters because we have lots of critters type of thing. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. or a career. And so we really have lost some touch with yeah. where we are and what we're going in the next direction. So you put a pin drop on it. I love to have people tell me about what was fun for themselves because mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta start with ourselves, right? And yeah. and show up. And then what did they love and like about the relationship in the early years? And that helps we start getting some ideas and start brainstorming and helping ourselves, helping them, helping us see mm-hmm. ourselves in a different spot, a different place. Um, yeah. And, and that starts to lay the, the roadmap for. Yeah. And I together. think that's so important to start with yourself. Like each person um, mm-hmm. is going to take a look at like, what, what do I like? Because like, mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing when. The reason you guys, you know, a couple got together, maybe if it was 15, 20, 30, 37 years ago, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like it it is to remind yourself what attracted you to begin with, where, Mm -hmm. what was that love built upon? Mm -hmm. And then even though you would naturally evolve and change throughout those years, Mm -hmm. you're still the, that core would be the same, I would think and hope, right? Right. So really, yeah. yeah. And I think it's, I don't know, I I would think it's about trying to find what you really like individually and then collectively. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because there's, there's a certain core parts of you. And like you said, hopefully we've evolved, we've gotten more complicated, more fantastic, more whatever. And so we've layered because absolutely my, you know, 28 year old self is a whole lot different than my 62 year old self, but there's still some traits that are nice and some traits that are irritating. You can just ask my husband. (laughs) (laughs) And so those things are still part of the core and sort of the value of our interests. And so we definitely want to recapture that. And, but it's, it's also like letting go of some of the labels that we had, Mm -hmm. even like I mentioned, okay, 62. All right. Right. There's, there's labels around 62 that sometimes right. say, oh, you, you can't wear that. You shouldn't do that. It's not <laughs> safe. Um, you know, maybe you should sit down and not exert yourself type of thing. And so, and then there's the other side that I embrace. Like, I really don't know. I'm going to change the color of my hair. I'm going to go, right. you know, I'm going to have margaritas for lunch <laughs> in the middle of a work day kind of thing. Cause Move I to Portugal. I mean, right. there you you know. Know. <laughs> you're setting the bar high there. Wendy. <laughs> But so I think it's to help design and allow ourselves to get creative and, and say, instead of no, it's like, why not? And let's start Mm -hmm. putting these things on the table and to, to come together with your spouse or your partner and say, you know, we've done, we've had a really great run on this and yes, life has taken this toll and we have the things in the relationship. Where do we want to see ourselves? Where do we want to be? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? And so then we start putting the dreams and the interests together yeah. and, and moving forward. Make that bucket list and start yeah. oh, crossing yeah. things off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I had a couple, uh, you know, a while back, but they came to me and, and like many couples do is that um, they have gotten lost in 
the priorities of life. And they say, we're not having fun anymore. We've been together. I think they were like 20 some 25 years. Um, we just, we already know what everybody's going to be doing and saying, we're sort of rinse and repeat. We're kind of stale. We, we don't yeah. think we should stay with each other. What do you think? Um, which is sort of kind of goes with your, some of your other guests. Yeah. <laughs> And I said, well, let's talk about the early days, early days. Obviously you care enough about your, each other and your relationship. It's an investment of your time. It's an investment of your energy. Right. Let's look at the, you know, the ROI of this. What, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we don't want to let go, but we don't think there's any options. And so that's where uh-huh. I think some of the old myths about um, long-term marriages that get stale, the spice mm-hmm. drops, you have to settle, or if there's differences or you guys didn't see eye to eye, maybe during parenting times, um, yes. now's the time to like roll the key and, you know, run, run from the relationship or run for the marriage. And I'm like, no, let's not do that. So we went back right. and, we, and said, they enjoyed music and they started talking about, and you can start seeing how um, people's energy comes when they're talking about their favorite things. They love music. They had lots of um, dance dates and dinner dates and clubs and music and concerts. And so I asked them something real simple. So what music do you play in your house right now? And it was like crickets, <laughs> zero, zero. Even wow. Alexa and Google wasn't sitting up, you know, saying, Hey, remember the old days? They wasn't doing any music <laughs> memories. And so I said, let's just do, let's play something. Let's do that. Had That was fun. Let's add music in and let's see what happens. Within two weeks um, of them playing music, they came back a different couple. They were smiling. Oh. They were connecting. They were sitting with each other because they were saying, you know, we play music when we get up and we're just kind of booking around and, and maybe I'll spin around in the, you know, in the, yeah, you know, in the kitchen or they're doing it. And so it's that energy and it taps into those old memories and they've reconnected and they're redesigning their, their second half kind of thing. They're, yeah. They're, they're going to do tours of concerts around. They're going to, they oh, like, I love it. So that's yeah one of their little. Well, you know, like you said mm-hmm. earlier, it's about, you know, being creative. And it's, I think midlife is such a great opportunity to create, whether you bring back something that you used to like, or you something completely brand new that you've never experienced before. Yeah. Cause you don't know until you try. Right. 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 So what happens if one person wants one thing and the other person's (laughs) like, I don't want to like, I don't want to move to Portugal or Mm -hmm, whatever. mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, um, what we sit down and we have some really great discussions. Um, I want to know from if, if I'm on the receiving end, let's say my hubby, you know, he's a surfer. He goes, well, I want to move to Costa Rica. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. Let's have these conversations. And we have had these kind of conversations about where we were relocate. Tell me the why what's in it. What's your dream? What's your desire? What do you hope or want to have be different by this change by this relocation. Okay. Yeah. To Portugal for, for that. And then the other one talks about what are maybe for me, if I'm the one that's hesitating, what would be my fears? What am I uh, worried about? What would I feel like I'm losing by making that? And we, and we, because it's a big gift to relocate, to sell a house or move yes. abroad, or yep. even just, you know, sell the family house and move someplace else. Um, and so as we start to get back into that, we're hearing our par- our partners desires, their dreams. We're hearing and we're sharing our desires, our dreams, and our fears and our worries. Many times 
I suggested people to test drive that dream. All right. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, so the, the Portugal thing, and I had a couple that they compromised, they were going to go move to location a for yeah. two years to get themselves to settle, to be open-minded. And then at the end of the two years, they were going to reassess if she wasn't a hundred percent on board. Cause she was the one that was reluctant uh, uh-huh. that they would then they came up with an option B. And so they were, so they're already compromising their sharing and taking influence from each other. And um, by the way, they, they ended up staying in option A. They were oh, like, nice. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. So so, she, so, mm-hmm. yeah. so she moved past those fears and right. And right. She stepped, yeah. stepped in and connected. So it's, it is about having good, good connected conversation, even conflict conversations. Yeah. Conflict is is actually a really great thing um, in relationships. And so if people are in there and they're in this, this stage of thing, well, we fight a lot or we don't fight at all type of thing, um, fighting effectively, having good conflict conversations effectively. But when you're not fighting, someone's not being straightforward, honest, or they aren't in touch with themselves. So I would expect yeah. this stage, as we're discussing, would kick up some dust um, right. In, yeah. In conversation is great because mm-hmm. I always, I had told a friend the other day, I was like, don't think of it as conflict. I was like, we're mm-hmm. just having a conversation. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Like it doesn't have to be anything scary and it's good to hear what the other person mm-hmm. wants anyways. And I think sometimes, sometimes in marriage or in a relationship, sometimes people are afraid to speak up and say, you know what? I actually want to do mm-hmm. a or B or C mm-hmm. and what do you think about that? And sometimes you never know. The other person might be like, you know what? That's great. Like <laughs> I never thought of that. I would be one. I never thought about that. Like Portugal, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And, so, and, are you able to work with people like nationwide, or how oh, does yeah. that work? Oh, yeah, good. Inter- international. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Only thing we do is like tweak on the the time zones to see. Yeah, exactly. I know. I interviewed someone in Australia yesterday and I was like, that poor thing. She, it was like six in the morning over there. <laughs> and coffee, coffee coffee. And I was on my third cup. You know? That's cute. Awesome. So, so tell, tell me about some of the courses you have. Okay. Um, I have it's a, my smart couples restart. It's a six week sprint and it's designed around um, research. It's, it's all research based, but it's designed around when couples are coming to me typically or to each of us, they're a bit discouraged. You've been trying things at home. They're a little bit lost, mm. a little bit confused, and they're wanting, we want to get some enthusiasm, some optimism in each other, as well as the relationship as quickly as possible. And so research yeah. has found that when we when we do the sprint type of type of work, um, you quickly build on that momentum continues. And mm. so uh, when they come to me, we do a foundations first assessment. And so that just, I get all the details, all the background. It helps me identify strengths. I'm a big proponent of strengths. We want to play yeah. strengths. And yeah, you know, so isn't just, that interesting though? Like we're so used to sometimes as a society that we concentrate on those weaknesses instead mm-hmm. of like, oh, I can't do this because I lack this and this and this, instead right. of like using those strengths to really push past all those weaknesses, really. Exactly. And yeah. 
And effective relationships, you usually not equally matched. A team is equally matched. And so, you know, ideally we play off of each other's strengths and talents and skills and, you know, support Mm -hmm. each other, bring each other up. So we we look at that. And then I meet with each person um, individually. I get the backstory of what's going on from their perspective. I get the snarky stuff that I need to know about. I think (laughs) about their spouse. (laughs) And then we come together as a couple Mm -hmm. and we we design a roadmap that plays off of their mm-hmm. strengths and then identifies their their gaps or the wishes that they want. And um, I love that. Yeah, it's fun. And and the thing is, it's it's not just the time we have together because I also have um, we get VIP WhatsApp access, so mm-hmm. they get a one on one private chats with me, or we get a group chat. So mm-hmm. I've get called in many times like, hey, we you know we just got stuck on this problem or we're having a conflict conversation and we don't know where to take it. How do we deescalate? So I'm right there just talking them through it. Um, Yeah. I think that's so great because to me, it's a way to be proactive in your second half of life instead of like, just keeping doing what you're doing. And then 10 years goes by and you're like, wait, what, what are we doing? Why did we Right. And, or, or just sticking, yeah. even like with what you were saying with the labels, right. Mm-hmm. Of, of the norm of what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. at midlife and your second half of life, you should stay close to the children. You should do this. You should do that. Like, right. yeah, you have to like, you know, <laughs> so if there's certain things where I feel like we, we do it because that's what you're supposed to do. Or, mm-hmm. or even, I think I shared with you, there was a couple that retired at the age of 50. That's not yeah, the norm, like, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, mm-hmm. but then it's like, we think we have to stay doing what we're doing until, you know, this certain age mm-hmm. then to retire. Like, well, there's so many options now. And I think that's what I love is being able to explore those options. It's yeah. beautiful when we see, when we even realize that we have options. Sometimes yeah. we've painted ourselves into our own box of yes. what, what the checklist is and or what's the right thing or the appropriate thing to do. And so it's really being able to step back and dream forward together. Yeah. We really, yes. really want to be doing that. Um, and Which be- makes it so exciting to do that. I think that's mm-hmm. so much fun. I mean, I think I think of uh, the world as like a, a a playground. You know, it's it's uh-huh. out there. You should go and experiment and go play and have fun because, as we know, life is short. Yes, it's yeah. been way way. We've had evidence of that way too many times. It's too serious, and and so it's time for us. Yeah, to play. And you're right. It is. I'm like I'm all about having fun, and I think sometimes like people don't be so serious. Get out there. <laughs> if we have the next hour or the next day. So you right. might just go for it. All those things you've talked about doing. I mean, there, and even nowadays, especially since COVID, we can, we've found out ways that we can work remotely. There's so many, yeah. We're doing it. <laughs> this is how you, I know you're in Texas. I'm in Illinois. I mean, uh-huh. yeah. That we could do this, right? I know it's great, and we can stay connected and and um, yeah. and work and do the things that we want to do, or we can just enjoy kind of our life and and yeah. our, our sense of self. So yeah, yeah. 
It is. And it is. so you've got that one course. What's the other court? You have another one too. Yeah. Well, and then that bundle, there's a, something called a weekend reconnect and it, it's also a standalone. It's self-paced as well, but weekend reconnect is where I've, well, in my, my ideal world, I designed it so that we could take it and um, a couple could take it, go to whatever place that they want to do and do an, a, just an intensive immersion in their relationship, just mm. really focused on them and in escape and, and, kind of reboot. Um, the reality for a lot of us is it's broken up into, we break it into like date night, bite-sized, you know, nuggets where yeah. it, I've got a list of, of important topics and um, issues to go through and they're fun. And you get to see me um, on the videos with whatever hairstyle I've decided for that. <laughs> I always like to change my hair. Um, but it's, so it's got the video and then there's these handouts that you can download and you can do together. Some of it is you could do on your side, then you bring it back together, but you work through these and it helps you prompts you to these exercises where you start to get out of your, out of your, you know, comfort zone or, or out of your box, as well as what I find is so many of us, when we started dating and we started in a relationship, we showed up with the very best tools about what it means to be in a relationship or be married or be a partner. But some of those things we learned mm-hmm. from maybe our parents, if they validated, yep. some of them are incorrect. Maybe we've learned from social media or other things. And so I've designed, here's some real strategies. They're effective, they're fast, and you kind of clean up your your conflict, clean up your communication and and intimacy. You know, people think, yes. oh, well, you're older. You should yep. be in that or that's the way it is. Like, no, we can clean that up. We can spice it up to whatever level both of you feel comfortable. So the whole thing is there. And it's if you can take it and go have a nice evening some out someplace and and really and have a focus. I think it's so cool, too, is just that to go through the transformation together mm-hmm. and yeah. consciously, yes. consciously and mindfully. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. I feel like if you didn't do that, like one person's going through one thing and the other partner's going through something else. And then the next thing you know, it's like, wait a minute, where we're not, you're not on the same page. So it's nice yeah. to go through that together. Absolutely. It's, it's a, it's a big win. Um, it, it minimizes the disconnect between two people. Like we're talking, mm-hmm. we're going through the same thing, but it also reminds you of this is the, a lot of the activities I have. It's, the things that you probably did in your early years and we yeah. dropped those away, the, the manners, the excitement. And you talked about yeah. relocating to Portugal or, or the couple moving. One of the fastest ways to, you know, increase the satisfaction in your relationship is you start to do things that are novel, that are fun. It's research proves that we can, we can throw you onto some lame, um, you know, uh, obstacle course and you could come back and you're going to rate your, your partner and your relationship, like off the charts. Um, so if this is adding that spice back into our life that probably we had and sure we, we need, if we did, we're going to learn it because we're going to have, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think from careers and kids and paying the bills and mowing Mm -hmm. the yard, it's like, wah, wah, wah. I know. It's like, what do you want to do with your free time? Free time? Oh yeah. my gosh. I don't know. Let me look that up in the dictionary. They talk about the empty nest like it's this horrible thing. I was like, oh my gosh, you'll have all the time that you uh-huh. complain about that you didn't have. Like now you have it. Like right. 
do what you want to do. I mean, it's awesome. Play the yeah. music, right? Like, yeah, learn a language, play the music, take art. Thinking too, it's it's a great way to be each other's cheerleader as you're mm-hmm. going through it. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's fears that bubble up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we as humans do do struggle with breaking you know, the routine and things that was a survival mechanism. It was probably, well, for me, it was very important to have consistency and, and routines with kids and all those types of things. And so, um, when we shift that, yeah, there can be hesitancies or worries, but the, though there's so much of a win in taking that risk of coming together, learning more about each other, improving, redesigning the relationship now, not mm-hmm. based on anybody else's needs, just the two of your needs and yeah. uh, forward. Yeah. yeah. And, just, and plus you're saying a great example, a great legacy. Let's break the old myths. Let's, let's yep. eliminate, you know, dissatisfaction and, and disengagement from. Yeah. The- you're exactly right. Just like you were saying earlier, like, Oh, okay. So 62, I'm supposed to like slow down or. Oh I- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, not color my hair or wear this dress. <laughs> like, like who's. I mean, especially nowadays, I think a lot of that is changing. Yeah. Who made that rule? Because I, not in my, oh, I know. I mean, I've been told too, I should be dancing on Instagram. I'm like, why not? I'm like, I like it. I don't care. There you go. Right. Well, well, and two, I was, um, one of my favorite quotes is a comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. And yeah, I know it's one of my favorites, but even like you're raising the kids in the same routine of, Mm -hmm. of going to work and that, and making the dinner and that Mm -hmm. can all be very much a comfort zone too. So sometimes it does take at least one person in the relationship to, to shake it up a bit and go, let's, let's get outside our comfort zone. Let's go do something different and enjoy life yes yes and then there's a threat well if if you think that sometimes people even like we want a healthy meal plan whoa does it what what are you trying to feed you know i get there's even the the push the menu now we're changing we're going to change our our zip code everything or maybe maybe we're going to stay in the same home maybe we don't but our our second half or next things is going to involve different careers or no careers or, you know, so. Right. Yeah. And I think it's also just giving yourself permission to move Mm -hmm. on. I mean, Mm -hmm. I shared with you, it's like, even, you know, last year I moved into an RV full time Mm -hmm. and I got rid of pretty much everything. And I'm moving to Portugal and I went from, you know, 5,000 square feet to 2000 to 1000 to 150, you know, and (laughs) so now everything I have, it will basically fit into a suitcase. And so it's, it's a lot of, you know, moving past that and getting Mm -hmm. past the emotion of your past and Mm -hmm. all those things that are connected. And, but again, it's nice to go through it with someone and you share that like, okay, we can say goodbye to this 5,000 square foot house that we don't need anymore. We raised our kids in it. Let's bless it and move on. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Bless it, sell it. And then, you know, enjoy it in memories and create legacies for your kids or for your peers, your that says, hey, you yeah. know, they don't need five thousand square foot home with the three or four car garage that's filled with everything that we don't even remember what we have, but we will come across it every couple of years when we clean out the garage. Yeah. Um, 
I know I think that's even like where something like the the minimalists and the um yeah. the tiny home have yes. evolved because people are instinctually looking for something that you know so right more experience out of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I told told someone the other day, I was like, yeah, when I'm on my deathbed, I won't be thinking about my pottery barn couch. Like, (laughs) right. I'm going to think about the trip to Valencia, Spain. That's what I'm going to think about, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. And, and your, your children aren't sitting there going like, oh man, mom sure has a lot of stuff in her 5,000 square foot house with the multiple cool, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I know, but it's what I I was going to say, what I hear you doing is that you've been laying the groundwork though. Yeah. You, you went from the 5,000 to this. And, the, yeah. and so this, you've been evolving. And I think that's one of the things you want people, it doesn't have to be instantaneous. It probably won't right. be this evolution. Yeah. Getting ready for those next whatevers. Just like you mentioned the one couple, like they, they did option A, they tried mm-hmm. that. Like, let's mm-hmm. try that first. So it doesn't yeah. have, you don't have to completely reinvent yourself and rearrange your entire uh-huh. life within, you know, a week. Yeah. You can do baby steps. Like let's mm-hmm. start here and try this on for size. And mm-hmm. then, then we can try that. But I think the key is, is to experiment and just have fun with it. Yeah. Get outside yeah. our comfort zone, right? Because that's yeah. where that's where great things happen. Yeah, because yeah, that's when you really, yeah. I think you discover so much about yourself. The more mm-hmm. that you really leap and put yourself out there into the world, and that's when you're like, whoa! I would have never thought that I like this or this or this. Right. So I think that's yeah, and I think too, um, people would be surprised the fears that they can overcome. One of my fears when I moved into the RV full-time by myself Mm -hmm. was being lonely. Mm -hmm. And I was not lonely. (laughs) (laughs) That's the wine. I'd sit out there and I'd I'd grill a steak, you know, stars in New Mexico. I'm like, this is awesome. Oh, I you love never it. know. Like, so sometimes mm-hmm. like the, what you fear the most will end up becoming what you love the most. Right. Exactly. And you're, and you just did it and got comfortable with it and feel like, you know what? I don't miss washing that fourth or fifth bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, you know, like there's more bathrooms and there are people sometimes. Right. It's like, so I, I love that you, you got out of that. And, you know, I, I know it made you, it's made you probably a more interesting, exciting, yeah. engaged person. And that happens whether, you know, like with individual, but even in a relationship, some, somehow our spouse or our partner starts, they become, they come alive and their energy yeah. feeds yep. into your energy and vice versa. And so all of a sudden you've got these really cool couple or yep. a really cool individual. If you're, if you're listening to this and it's still on your own type thing, and yeah, that's, that's attractive. Yes. That's yeah. And, and not having any regrets. Mm-hmm. And I know for me personally, if I had not done that with the RV, that would have been my first regret. Like, I was like, no, we have got to do it. I have mm-hmm. to do it. So I mm-hmm. think that's the key is like, it's, if you're still thinking about whatever it is, it's something you've always wanted to do. Yeah. You better go do it. <laughs> okay. I love that. This Wendy's advice is if it still bubbles up, put it on the, the bucket yeah. list, put it on the, yeah. let's try this list and yeah. let's go have some fun. 
Yeah. And I think um, another quote of mine uh, that is my favorite, uh, leap in the net will appear. Mm. And, or what someone on my show had said, um, jump off the cliff and grow wings on the way down. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And it's true. I think um, we're kind of going back to what you're talking about with the strengths. That's where your mm-hmm. strengths really come into play because yeah. if you really concentrate on what you know you're good at, and you leap into something, you leap into the unknown of going like, what the heck, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Oh my gosh, this is insane. But yeah. then concentrate on what you know and what you're good at, and you'll figure out a way. And I think that's yes. a going again, going back to the creative part of it. That's when you get really creative. And then as a couple, it makes it more exciting because you're figuring it out together. Yeah. And, and yeah. we're resourceful folks. We've we just have forgotten all of these successes for a lot of time. all of these successes, all these wins, all these ways that we figured ourselves out of tight situations. We just sort of forget that. But when we put ourselves that in that leap midair and we're we're figuring things out. And also, you know, if if we're doing it as a couple, our spouses there, partners there, they oftentimes rise to the occasion and end up surprising, yeah. like, well, I didn't know you do. Yeah, exactly. What is my day? Like, you have that in you. Like, yeah, yeah. And so, if it's fun, fun, spice back into the relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking, you're the first person I've had on the show where I, I have a lot of people on here that like, it's all about being bold and redesigning your life, but you're the first one for couples. Oh. And I just, again, want to stress how important I think that is to, to do that together. And that makes it even more rewarding and more exciting. It really does. It, it, yeah. it's, it further um, solidifies the commitment Mm-hmm. Um, that each of you have for each other because you're creating new experiences. You're going on yeah. new things and yeah, it's, it's, it's a life changer, a game changer. Um, yeah. Together. I mean, I still remember some of the fun stuff my husband and I did, you know, climb a 14, 14,000 Pikes Peak in Colorado. Never done that before. We were in Colorado three weeks. And so <laughs> no problem. Let's go where there's no oxygen. Yeah, let's do it. You know, I'm partway up. I was really struggling and he just took my pack and he you uh, know, fed me some trail mix and some water. And we, we summited and came back down together. And that, I mean, that really like, again, was a, another glance into the true character of my hubby and, yeah. the, and the commitment of the, of the relationship. And so even if one's faltering, like I was like, I don't want to quit, but I can't, you yes, know, you know, exactly. you, Having that support, having that loving person in your life that says, it's okay, I can, I can carry it for right now. Yeah, yeah, go, that's you know. true. Yeah. And you kind of lose sight of some of that stuff again with kids and work and mm-hmm. daily chores and things like that. You lose oh, yeah. that. And it's a good way to remind each other of, of each other's strengths. Yes. Yes. And, and yeah. re recommit that recommitment because we're both showing up. We're both going to, we're, we're going to try Portugal to, you know, or we're going to yeah. try play say, and, you know, and we're going to stay in touch and we're going to grow and experience and some things you're going to like, and some things we aren't going to like, but yeah. Yeah. And you know what too, some people like there's that saying of you know, what's, what's the worst that could happen. How about what's the best that could happen? Oh, I love that. Flip yeah. on it. Cause yeah. you know what? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's real easy to come up with the the worst case scenarios. You know, we can. Oh yeah, I've got. Yeah, you know, let me let me create the, the the fear list type of thing. But like, what's the best thing that can happen? Yeah. Again, we're we're really looking at the strength and the you know positive outcomes and yeah, yes, and programming yeah. our brain to think that way too. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And, and kind of what you were saying earlier about the beliefs Mm -hmm. and, you know, even just individually or, but especially in a relationship, these Mm -hmm. beliefs that we have that we need to, okay, we need to revisit some of those beliefs. Where did this belief come from? Mm -hmm. Who who said, I can't do this or can't do that. Like I, so I think that's really good. Um, I'm glad that you brought that up about the belief system because I had to rearrange my own beliefs. <laughs> it sounds like you did a darn good job. We all are. And when we recognize that, then there's always something new to learn or new to change it. And, but yeah, the beliefs, we, some of them might be, you, well, um, a mom or dad can't move far away from the kids yeah. or who's yeah. going to babysit the grandkids, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Or the grandkids, or you know, just type yeah. of you know, type of thing. So that's too far for you to live. How are we going to get there? Airplanes, trains, yes, exactly. Type of, and I think the key is too to not feel bad or guilty or shameful for for really going after your dreams, even mm-hmm. if everyone else around you doesn't agree with what you mm-hmm. want to do. Right, mm-hmm. and and I guess you know, one thing is recognize if I'm having that feeling. Okay, if feeling is a feeling, it's not a fact. I'm yes. not a bad mom. I'm right. not a bad, I'm not a grandmother, but I'm, I wouldn't be a bad grandmother. Okay. <laughs> um, and so we, we pin drop that and know that that's a feeling and um, it's not based on facts, but it is something that I would want to tease apart, let go, maybe have conversations with yeah. my daughters about, Hey, I'm doing this. I'm feeling guilty. I'm feeling conflicted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to do this. And so with those yeah. having adult conversations and having really, you know, heart to heart, if, if the person deserves that kind of a conversation. Right. Yeah, exactly. And just speaking up for who you are and what you mm-hmm. want and mm-hmm. your, your values and your, your new, your new desires that you have, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. totally okay to just, like you said, if, if you need to even say, sometimes I feel like we explain too much, like just. This women do. Women tend to. Yeah. <laughs> Word for minute, they tend to give it for things. But but I think we don't want to like dismiss it from ourselves. We just want to acknowledge yeah. it. It's there. It's part of what you know, maybe feels like it's holding me back. And you take it out and you look at it and you explore it. Like, do I need this? No, I don't. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't serve me and it's not accurate. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where can we find you? Ah, um, <laughs> in, in Texas. <laughs> Yeah, you can reach me on my website, which is drlizjenkins.com, or I'm always in uh, my Facebook page and again, it's Dr. Liz Jenkins, or my Instagram, it's at dr underscore l uh, underscore l i z underscore Jenkins. So you can see there, I'm in doing all sorts of fun lives and trainings. I'm always um, out there trying to share, and if people drop a comment and they want me to create a different training or talk about a certain subject. I love to do that as well. Um, nice. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to do a live in Portugal. We'll oh, wow. That would hubby, be, I would love that. We'll just when your hubby can come surfing. There we go. I love that. I absolutely love that. I appreciate the opportunity for all of this time to chat with you. It feels so good to be with some like-minded folks and, and see you in the beginning of another launch into your next. I know. Yeah. yeah. 
it's just, I keep opening up new chapters and uh, yeah. yeah, keep it, keep it exciting. That's good. I'm certainly hope you don't finish writing your book yet. <laughs> I, yeah, that's actually next on my list is after okay. I get settled in uh, Portugal, it's like, I have to start writing my books. I'm like, Ugh. next on my list. Thank you It'll so be much. You've been Thank awesome. You. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye. And now for the nuggets of midlife wisdom from today's show. Number one, if you're a little lost on where to start, put a pin drop in it and recognize that this is where you are. Start there. Number two, start with yourself in the relationship and ask, what was fun for you? What do you enjoy doing? What used to excite you in the relationship? Number three, remove the labels of who you should be at this time in your life. Be who you want to be. Number four, Have conversations with your partner on what you want in your second half of life. Share your dreams and share your fears. Number five, take a step back, explore your options, and dream forward together. Number six, one of the fastest ways to increase the satisfaction in your relationship and add the spice back into your life is to do things that are novel and fun. Number seven, Get outside your comfort zone, try new experiences on for size, and get comfortable with living a new life in a new way. Number eight, if there is something you have always wanted to do in your life and it continues to bubble up in your mind, then you better go do it. No regrets. Dr. Liz, I absolutely loved our conversation. I love everything that you're doing for couples by helping them to reconnect and redesign their lives together. Make sure you check out her website at drlizjenkins.com and check the show notes for links to her social media sites and her coaching programs. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I've got one more nugget of midlife wisdom to share with you. Instead of saying, What's the worst that could happen? Start saying, what's the best that could happen? Okay, midlifers, get out there and be bold, be free, be you. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change or spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are three ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, You can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three, share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.